2,617 times a day. Or, if you're in the top 10%, 5,400 times a day. That's how many times in a given day we touch our smartphones. 2,600 is the average. If you're a professional, 5,400. Take seven hours out of a day for sleeping, that's 17 hours we're awake, that's 153 times an hour on the low end, and 317 times an hour if you're a millennial. On top of this study, which has been bothering me since I read it two weeks ago, I read another study on Friday that said 150,000 people were studied, and they found that an average smartphone user unlocks their phone 110 times a day. What? Come on! That's insane! 110 times? That's the average? I was over at a friend's house, I don't know, it was what, last week, and I was like, let me see. I want to see how many times you have Because it's on your phone. You can actually look at it. You go to settings, screen time, see all activity, and it says pickups. Pickups is every time you unlock your phone. She had 194. I've been averaging, ever since I found this, I've been lo- looking at it and averaging about 90. We are so addicted to our phones. It's ridiculous. And I'll be the first one to stand up here. (laughs) I'm Father Josh Waltz, and I'm an addict. But did such extensive social media addiction and cell phone addiction, did it happen by chance? I don't think so. In fact, it it doesn't take much research in this to find out that these social media platforms and cell phone companies are set up to addict you. They are all based on a psychological a behavior psychological technique. It's called variable rewards. Variable rewards or rewards provided intermittently reinforces behavior. Way more than if you just constantly give rewards. The reason these all these the, the whole cell phone industry works on variable rewards is because think about this. If you send out a joke or you text something that you think is funny, what are you waiting back for? An emoji of, you know, the squinty face crying that they're laughing, or LOL. But if you don't get that, it bothers you. This is not something new. This has been studied for decades. In 1950, the behavioral psychologist B.F. Skinner, he simply did a little experiment with pigeons. He put them into a box, and then there was this little button, if they pecked the button, it would kick out a little food pellet and they'd eat it. He found that if each time they pecked the button and the food pellet came out, they would eat until they were full and then they'd stop. And then they got hungry again, they'd go back. He tweaked it a little bit. What he did is each time the pigeon pecked that button, maybe a food pellet would come out, maybe not. The result of, you guys, the result of this, the pigeons went insane. One pigeon pecked the button every two, twice every second for 16 hours straight. Sound familiar? Scrolling, scrolling, tap, 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 tap. It's the same thing. 
Variable rewards make us addicts. The novelty of YouTube videos, like the, the like button on Facebook, retweets, it just has us pecking at our phones over and over and over again. And this is a major problem. If you don't think you have a problem, go look. Go look. The beautiful thing on that little see all activity button, you can see exactly what you spend your time on. Me, I'll be the first to admit, I'm addicted to text messaging. And I hate it. It wastes so much time. Just call me. We could accomplish so much more if you just called and it would take half the time. It's amazing what is happening right now and really nobody's doing anything about it. Several years ago, I had a past student who wanted to get rid of their Instagram account, but couldn't do it on their own. So she brought in her phone, I locked it down, erased Instagram, and I said, it was the beginning of Lent, Ash Wednesday, and she's like, I'm, I got this. I'm like, you got this. No way to re-download it. In three days, she was back in my office, shaking. That is called withdrawal. And withdrawal comes from addiction. We've gotten so used to being inattentive and constantly distracted. We're losing the ability to relate. And the crazy part is, like I said, nobody's really doing anything about it. I challenge you to see how long you can go. Put your phone down. Go home today, put your phone down, and see if you can make it the rest of the day just being with your family. You know, and I had a lady after the 8.30, she said, Oh, Father, my problem is not the iPhone. It's the iPad. And I'm <laughs> there is no difference. That's just a big iPhone, okay? It's the same thing. I've been more and more frustrated with myself and my inability to be present to people. I find myself in everyday conversations just wishing they'd speed up. Like I, this is really sad, I'm a priest, right? I have more pressing things to do. You know where that's coming from? That, it's coming from the phone. We have gotten used to being distracted, and so it's becoming normalized for us. So I do what I always do when I have a big problem in my life. I just prayed about it. <clears throat> Took it to Jesus. Because lately I've been feeling overburdened and overwhelmed. And my life is not burdensome. And it's not overwhelming. So something's wrong. And I mean, sure, there's always more stuff to do, right? No matter what you get done, you're going to have more to do. But these dang phones have supposed to make our lives more efficient, have made them infinitely more inefficient. And they're killing us as humans. You guys, I'm not bringing this up like, hey, this would be a cool discipline and make you holy. I'm bringing this up because the social media platforms and phones are destroying human beings. I'm not making this up. And I think deep down, you all know it. But what are we going to do about it? I'm sick of just talking about stuff, so I'm going to do something about it. Because I used to have a very contemplative mind. I feel that slipping away. I used to have a wild imagination. I feel that slipping away. And when I took it to prayer, Jesus very clearly said to me, you can't keep living like this. No one can. You have nowhere near enough inner strength to be constantly interrupted every day of your life. And so here's what I'm suggesting. You can do it, or you can just keep living the lie. At the entrances to the church, I put a little sheet of paper. On that sheet of paper, it says, Game plan for winning the battle of distraction. I came up with that. 
It's got about four or five suggestions about how you can kind of not get rid of it, but make it less distracting. I'm going to do all of them. I'm not saying I'm going to be successful. I'm a loser. I know. But I'm going to try. I'm not going to keep living like this. And I challenge you to do the same. Jesus wants us to do something about this. And for the record, I also suggest for your kids, all of you that are parents, that when they get home from school, you take their phone away and you put it in a lockbox or something. And you don't give it back to them until they go back to school the next morning. You can see something and say, ah. That's called addiction. Here's one for you. This is kind of fun. You go out to eat. Everybody puts their phones in the middle of the table. First one to look at it has to pay. On top of that, parents, I'd also say for your kids, if, if they have phones, that's fine. Because I hear parents, oh, I got to keep track of my kid. I got to keep track. Fine. Keep track of your kid. But lock down every other thing that that phone can do. So the only thing that phone can do is what it's supposed to do. What is a telephone supposed to do? Make phone calls. That's it. That's all they get. They can walk around, look cool with their iPhone 46, but it doesn't do anything. It just makes phone calls. It doesn't even text. We have got to do something before we lose our humanity. And I'm not, I don't think I'm like being too overwhelming about this. I think it is that big of a problem right now. And why do I bring this up on today of all day? Because today is the feast of Mary, Mother of God. And if there are two, Mary does a lot of great things, but if there are two things that she does and shows us overwhelmingly in the scriptures, it's that she ponders everything in her heart and she meditates on everything that happens to her. And those two qualities allow her to be present to her spouse, to her God, and to her son. Something that most of us human beings are not too good at. I think a lot of us are present to people without really being present because we've just gotten used to being distracted. I am convinced that God wants us to do something about this so we can just live as free men and women. So in this mask, I'm just, I'm just asking you to do something. Just ask Jesus what he wants you to do. Ask, take one of these sheets. You don't have to just look at it. If you want to throw it away, throw it away. Or maybe it's something else. Maybe it isn't even your phone. But what is keeping you from being present to people, especially to your family? Ask Our Lady for the grace to not only admit you have a problem, but to do something about it. So that you and I can once again experience what it means to just be human and be present and available to those we love.